First things first, guys. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Long time no see. Nice to see you again. It's yes, been a long time. Very good to see you again. Many things changed since last time. We are more handsome, <laughs> first of all. And more more skilled as well? Yeah, and more rich. Not, <laughs> more, <laughs> not more skilled, just more rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not here for uh, just for any reason. You have a new album out? Or there's a new album coming? Yeah. So... It's not new, it's old, like three weeks already. Th three weeks already. <laughs> or two weeks. <laughs> Do you remember kind of the, the first movie you went to see in cinemas when you were younger? First movie? Uh, I think uh, one of the first was Free Willy. Okay. You remember? Sure. Yeah, I was crying like a baby. Well, when you jumped over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Free Willy. You know about the orc, the, yeah. uh, the whale. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, uh, and, and for you, Shafan? What well, was my first movie? Oh. It was some Croatian. Okay. Or Serbian. Kota Tamo Pjeva. Ah. It's a famous old Yugoslavian movie. Koto okay. Tamopeva, it's like yeah, it was my father took me to the cinema, I was like really excited. And even the, I imagine you were quite young, so even at that time did you listen a lot to the type of music that would be in those films? Yeah, I mean uh, with many films on this album we grew up with okay. also went to the cinema like Titanic, Braveheart, mm. um Gladiator in two thousand. Um, Schindler's List had a very big influence when you are growing up and you watch this movie. And Godfather. Godfather. Mm. All uh, three of them. Um, but it's the same music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, so we grew up with many of these films. There is some, some of them are older, like The Deer Hunter, mm -hmm. which we watched later in life. And uh, some of them, like TV, is Game of Thrones is popular now, we're we watching right now, so all these films and TV on the, on the album, they sort of marked our life, uh, they're part of our life growing up and everything. And, and this is, might sound like a silly question, but how important is music for a movie? And, and, and well, it's crucial, as much as the picture, I would say, because one without another it doesn't really work. Mm. Music can really, you know, empower the emotion of the story so much more than yeah. just the picture or acting. And all these movies, they are legendary and mm. they wouldn't be legendary if they didn't have the soundtracks that they have. Everything has to come together, I think. So when this, and I, I believe on your last album, uh, Jelliverse, there were already two songs by Hans Zimmer. Yeah. So was that when kind of the idea for for doing an album just with film scores was, yeah, was we, created? Well, on the previous album we did uh, the tracks that we could do only with two cellos. Okay. So they they fitted the album because it was only a two cellos album. For, but for a film music only album we needed an orchestra, mm. and we had the chance to work with London Symphony. Uh, and that orchestra actually recorded many original soundtracks yeah. as well uh, and they were one, one of the best in the world so it was a great privilege to work with them. How, how did you come into contact with them? Did, did you ask them to be or did they... Well through the label okay. so Sony uh, they reached out uh, to our producer Nick Patrick and he assembled a great team, uh, arranger uh, and conductor and uh, and uh, 
recording engineer. Recording engineer who recorded uh, the orchestra. He recorded many, many sound soundtracks, like more than 100 soundtracks. And he also mixed the album. So we are very happy with the team, with the sound. And uh, we chose the best orchestra that was offered to us, which is London Symphony. Right. We, had, we had other options, but we wanted to work only with the best. Working Simply with the best. <laughs> because we are the best. Well, the, That's why we need the best people around us, don't you think? Yeah, well, the, the also the best hurt. interviewer. That always helps. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. But, but being in that kind of setting and then with that orchestra, because obviously you come from a classical background, did, you, did it kind of bring back memories of, of kind of a lot of what you did in your earlier years? Yes. Well, the way of playing it was sort of going back to the roots, more classical way mm -hmm. of playing. But at the same time, we didn't want to just record pieces that all the cellists play all the time for 200 sure. years, the same recordings, already 100 recordings of same pieces. We wanted to do something new, make our own arrangements of the most beautiful music there is, which is mm -hmm. film music. And that's the way to bring even a wider audience mm -hmm. to this great instrument mm -hmm. and to what we are doing. We always, whatever we do, we try to make even more people fall in love with what we are doing and great music and cello and mm -hmm. spread the love, share the love, passion, music. Feel the world. <laughs> make it a better place. But do you... Do you, you because that, that, that is an interesting point, because uh, like you said, you try to appeal to... Uh, as broad an audience as you can, mm. but then is that difficult? Because because uh, people well people have certain <laughs> notions about about classical music and and cello and it's not difficult if you do it from the heart and try to touch the audience in their heart. If you do something honestly with passion, love, and if you enjoy it, then the audience will enjoy it and feel it as mm. well. Mm. But passion is common language. Everyone understands passion, love, and joy of performing. Mm -hmm. This is this has no you know boundaries. Everyone, it's just and good music, beautiful music ha has no boundaries. Right. Uh, in classical music, they often force the listeners with some pieces that are not even beautiful or interesting. They just play them because they are classical music right so but there is so much other music that is beautiful mm. in film in rock pop that that you know appeals to a much wider audience because it is beautiful beauty has no border mm. and then when you play a lot of shows all over the world so do you see that in your audience that it can range from from little yeah kids to everyone from 7 to 77, they equally enjoy it. They jump together mm -hmm. in a rock part. They smile, they cry, they do everything. All the generations, we unite them all, and they all uh, share the same you know, passion for the music that we play. Our music appeals to absolutely everyone. And, and when you started out, did you know that, that it would work, kind of, that, that yes. combining those elements? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but we don't really think about it. We okay. just do what we love and how we feel. Anything that comes from the soul communicates to other people. Hmm. That's it. That's the simple rule. I watch a bit of live footage as well from, from you playing. And then there's a lot of 
energy and interaction even between you, the way you look at each other. And get, so, so what is going through your mind when you're playing? Is it, is it a conscious thing or are you trying to forget? We're just feeling the flow of the energy from the audience yes. to us, us to the audience, between two of us to the orchestra, our drummer, mm. everything, everyone, everything Wave mixes and they, it multiplies. It multiplies, yes. mm. and then it goes. <laughs> oh, we connect. We and make love. It starts to the like audience. this, and it's growing, audience growing, 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 growing until it, it we explodes. Make love to the orchestra. It's one big orgy <laughs> of sounds, <laughs> of beauty, yeah. Yeah. celebration of life, of music. We connect to universe all together, yeah. and just like it's woo, like in sex, you know. There is first like you have foreplay, and then it, it's getting and more and more. And we all get excited. high without drugs. And we are above the ground. We are not on the ground. We're just floating, all all of us. But, but I find it very <laughs> <laughs> but I find it very interesting because those those live shows that you play, there's um, if if we compare it to classical cello concerts and then the, the kind of what we've discussed earlier, it's, it's, it's there's a lot more energy. There's a lot more going on. You like to make jokes in between. So, so is that yeah. part of it as well to to kind of break with with the way uh, yeah. like classical? You need to relax are? people. Mm. You need to make them feel welcome, relaxed, that they're part of this beautiful story. And if you're just creating a wall and strict, and you're just doing the contra effect. Mm. So we're really trying to connect to the audience and to communicate our joy of making this music. So, so what is one of the best reactions you had from a fan? Maybe, maybe in the audience, maybe that came up later. On each show, some uh, something spontaneous happens. Someone in the twentieth row yells something funny. Everyone is laughing, and then you joke with him or her, and everyone is having fun. Then a few times happened that some kids they climbed the stage and started dancing around and us. And then all the other people come and on stage and dance crazy. Mm -hmm. So. Spontaneous things like this happen because we we let the audience to have fun, to to enjoy, to do what they want. We tell them at the beginning of the show. On our shows, you can do whatever you want. You know, and the there beauty, are no rules. The beauty of this, what we are doing, is every show is different. You never know what's gonna ha happen on the next show. Right. So it's it's always a surprise for us as well. So. Can that go wrong? Have, have you had a show where, where it kind of it got out of hand a no, little bit? Or? It never gets it, this wrong. approach can never be wrong. Yes, never. Because Whatever. even if a mistake happens, you make it like a Human. joke. Yes. You joke about it. If, some, if a cello start, stops working, you take a microphone, you say something funny, and then they fix the cello, and that even, even a bad thing. Show. A bad thing can make a show better because this the is audience a good relax. Also, you can apply it to life in general. You just have have fun about everything. You can always make things better with joyful attitude. This might be difficult to kind of pinpoint, but but where do you, does this optimism for you come from? Did you always have this optimism from well, when you were younger? I think it's uh, the humor, the attitude mm. we have. Uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously, yes. and like uh, we more serious, you take yourself harder. The life mm. is for you, and we don't like to feel like. Of course, we are self-confident, and we we believe in what we are doing. We we know uh, our qualities, blah blah blah. But we don't. We never like 
take ourselves too seriously, mm -hmm. meaning that we think we are above anyone or right. you know many other artists they do take themselves too seriously without without uh, reason uh, yeah <laughs> without any like reason and we have still the same lifestyle as we had when we were students well because i was gonna say you did, obviously you, your life has changed uh, for the way you travel all the world you make a bit of money and and, and so can you is it, is it how do you keep grounded how do you is it just the people around you our mentality is so strong we were just raised that way that okay. you know we cannot really easily change i mean nothing spoiled us mm. we're just always the same lifestyle if we get 10 times 100 times more rich we will be the same nothing will change us but also the with bigger bigger shows comes also we are aware of that it becomes even bigger and bigger responsibility because now we are playing arenas, starting to play arenas everywhere. Mm -hmm. And with this comes even bigger responsibility because you don't want to let all these people down. They, mm -hmm. they came to see your show. They were waiting for years that you come to their town and you have to give absolutely everything you got, you know. And this stayed with us because we had this classical upbringing yes. where we were practicing, trying to become better going to competitions, master classes, trying to improve. Uh, so th this, this was very healthy for us, this mm. childhood. Right. It keep, and it keeps us grounded to this very day. So then, and do you still make it a point then to practice a lot and to keep improving? Of course, we always... Every hour show gets better, it's unbelievable. We, we really do get better every mm. time. When we think we reach the best possible show, the next one is even better. It's, mm. it's unbelievable the way we grow it from year to year. And and do you have your own? For instance, if we take a song and and you think, okay, let's let's arrange this song. Does one of you take a certain part and then do you decide beforehand? Or it happens it spontaneously. Okay. We just start playing and it happens happens naturally for us. It's a miracle. We we try to. Uh, we hear a song, we say, wow, this could be working on cello, and we take cellos, we try, and each plays its own part, okay. naturally. Okay. We don't even say, you play this, I play this, just straight away. And, and did this time around, because you, you did play with the uh, London Symphony Orchestra, how did that arrange, uh, arrangement go? Did, did you discuss beforehand, kind of, with them, what songs you wanted to do, or...? Yeah, we picked up all the tracks that we want to do then they found a arranger who did arrangements for the orchestra and then we did the cello lines between ourselves we divided who plays what mm. and also found the counter melody that complement mm. the main melody uh, that's how it happened and then of all these songs I imagine were there a lot more that you uh, that you kind of thought about yeah. but then kind of crossed we, we could do five more albums like this right. There are so many. Yeah, you mentioned all these songs kind of were a part of your life at, at mm. some point. So, so I'll start with you, Luca. Which, which was the first one you thought about after kind of thinking about, okay, we're going to do an album with uh, film scores? What was well, the first? Well, I can tell you composers, Hans Zimmer, James mm. Corner, uh, Morricone, of course. These are uh, the, the three of my favorites. John Williams. John mm. Williams, uh, Howard Shore. Uh, Nino then, then Nino Rota, I have The Godfather. Um, yeah, so all of those were like like priorities. Okay. <laughs> so, so was it difficult to come to this list? It wasn't difficult. 
to to because we had so many so many ideas so many options okay. so we still have plenty left for maybe a second album okay and well let me ask this then well, we no, actually we didn't choose the best ones which we keep the best ones for the next album okay this is just like you know <laughs> the leftovers <laughs> <laughs> But the, uh, let me ask this: uh, Which which of these is is, is is a little bit of me question? Is your favorite film or series? Oh, that's my Godfather is maybe the best okay. movie as a movie. That's the only one he watched. So, <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite soundtrack is from Gladiator. Okay, and and for you? I mean, these are all great mu movies. Sure. Schindler's List, Titanic, Braveheart. Gladiator, Braveheart, Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. Uh, um, so, so, so it's hard to choose. Sure. So can you see yourself um, composing a film score, yeah. or a, an original film sure. score? Yeah. Is, is that Absolute. something you'd like to do? Yeah. Yes. I would love to do that. I mean, it, because we did uh, one project where we composed only the end credits song. Mm the film and it turned out so wonderful that and we enjoyed it so much I think composing a full score would be great but we would need to find time you know sure because you would need at least few months of non touring non playing concerts working on this and at the moment we don't have the opportunity to 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 do that but later in life yeah. for sure a final question then because you mentioned the touring life is that and then, well, you've been doing this for quite some years, and play, uh, you play a lot. So, is that something you you get used to? Is it something, or is it kind of become a little bit work as well? But the bigger the shows are, becoming the easier it okay. is in a way because you have less shows, you have bigger shows, and each show is a spectacle. Each show is a special event, you know. So now we are starting to play arenas everywhere. And it's actually even though a show is longer, and it's more maybe physically challenging, mm. it's more rewarding because there are more people there. It's a bigger event. Everyone is enjoying it. It's uh, so I'm in start. I'm enjoying it more and more okay. with time. Uh, very last question because I read something and I'm not 100% sure if it's true because it's on the internet. But are you working on a classical album as well? Yes, maybe in the future we would do a classical only okay. album with one of the major orchestras, maybe Berlin Philharmonic or something. That would Concertgebouw. be interesting. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so thank much you. for your time. Well done. Thank, thank you. you. Very good. Fantastic questions. Thank you so much.